are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. The Earth is the third planet from the Sun and densest and fifth largest of the eight planets in the solar system. It is also the largest of the solar system's four terrestrial planets. Its Latin name is Terra. It is sometimes referred to as the world, the blue planet, or the sapphire planet. Earth formed approximately 4.5 billion years ago, and life appeared on its surface within 1 billion years of that beginning. Earth's biosphere then significantly altered the atmospheric and other basic physical conditions, which enabled the proliferation of organisms, as well as the formation of the ozone layer, which, together with the Earth's magnetic field, blocked harmful solar radiation and permitted formerly ocean-confined life to move safely onto the land. The physical properties of the Earth, as well as its geological history and orbit, have allowed life to persist. Estimates on how much longer the planet will be able to continue to support life range from 
500 million years to as long as 2.3 billion years. The Earth's crust is divided into several rigid segments or tectonic plates that migrate across the surface over periods of many millions of years. About 71% of the surface is covered by saltwater oceans, with the remainder consisting of continents and islands, which together have many lakes and other sources of water that contribute to the hydrosphere. Earth's poles are mostly covered with ice, that is, the solid ice of the Antarctic ice sheet, and the sea ice, that is, the polar ice packs. The planet's interior remains active with a solid iron inner core, a liquid outer core that generates the magnetic field and a thick layer of relatively solid mantle. Earth interacts with other objects in space, especially the Sun and the Moon. During one orbit around the Sun, the Earth rotates about its own axis 366.26 times, creating 325.26 solar days, or one sidereal year. The Earth's axis of rotation is tilted 23.4 degrees away from the perpendicular of its orbital plane, reducing seasonal variations on the planet's surface with a period of one tropical year, or 365.24 solar days. The Moon is the Earth's only natural satellite. It began orbiting the Earth about 4.53 billion years ago. The Moon's gravitational interaction with Earth stimulates ocean tides, stabilizes the axial tilt and gradually slows the planet's rotation. The planet 
is home to millions of species, including humans. Both the mineral resources of the planet and the products of the biosphere contribute resources that are used to support a global human population. These inhabitants are grouped into about 200 independent sovereign states which interact through diplomacy, travel, trade, and military action. Human culture have developed many views of the planet, including its personification as a planetary deity, its shape as flat, its position as the center of the universe, and in the modern Gaia principle as a single self-regulating organism in its own right. The word Earth comes from the modern English noun Earth, developed from the Middle English Earthe, recorded in the year 1137, itself an Old English word dating back before the year 725. The earliest material found in the solar system is dated to 4.56 billion years ago. Therefore, it is inferred that the Earth must have been forming by accretion around this time. By about 4.5 four billion years ago, the primordial Earth had formed. The formation and evolution of the solar system bodies occurred in tandem with the Sun. In theory, a solar nebula partitions a volume out of a molecular cloud by gravitational collapse, which begins to spin and flatten into a circumstellar disk. And then the planets grow out of that tandem with the star. A nebula contains gas, ice grains, and dust, including primordial nucleids. In nebular theory, planetesimals commence forming as particulate accrues by cohesive clumping and then by gravity. The assembly 
of the primordial earth proceeded for 10 to 20 million years. The moon formed shortly thereafter about 4.53 billion years ago. The moon's formation remains a mystery. The current hypothesis is that it formed by accretion from material loosened from the Earth after a Mars-sized object, dubbed Thea, had a giant impact with the Earth. But the model is not held by all scientists. In this scenario, the mass of Thea is 10% of the Earth's mass. It impacts with the Earth in a glancing blow. And some of its mass merges with the Earth. between approximately 3.8 and 4.1 billion years ago, numerous asteroid impacts during the late heavy bombardment caused significant changes to the greater surface environment of the moon and by inference to the Earth. Earth's atmospheres and oceans formed by volcanic activity and outgassing that included water vapor. The origin of the world's oceans was condensation augmented by water and ice delivered by asteroids, protoplanets, and comets. In this model, atmospheric greenhouse gases kept the oceans from freezing, while the newly forming sun was only at 70% luminosity. By 3.5 billion years ago, the Earth's magnetic field was established, which helped prevent the atmosphere from being stripped away by the solar wind. A crust formed on the Earth when the molten outer layer of the planet Earth cooled to form a solid as the accumulated water vapor began to act in the atmosphere. The two models that explain land mass propose either a steady growth to the present day forms or 
more likely, a rapid growth in early history, followed by a long-term, steady continental area. Continents formed by plate tectonics, a process ultimately driven by the continuous loss of heat from the Earth's interior on time scales lasting hundreds of millions of years. The supercontinents have formed and broken up three times. Roughly 750 million years ago, one of the earliest known supercontinents, Rodinia, began to break apart. The continents later recombined to form Panatoya 600 to 540 million years ago. Then finally, Pangaea, which also broke apart 180 million years ago. Highly energetic chemistry is believed to have produced a self-replicating molecule around 4 billion years ago and half a billion years later the last common ancestor of all life existed. The development of photosynthesis allowed the sun's energy to be harvested directly by life forms. The resultant oxygen accumulated in the atmosphere and formed a layer of ozone, a form of molecular oxygen known as O3 in the upper atmosphere. The incorporation of smaller cells within larger ones resulted in the development of complex cells called eukaryotes. True multicellular organisms formed as cells within colonies became increasingly specialized, aided by the absorption of harmful ultraviolet radiation by the ozone layer, life colonized on the surface of the earth. Since the 1960s, it has been hypothesized that severe glacial action between 750 and 580 million years ago during the Neoproterozoic covered much of the planet in a sheet of ice 
this hypothesis has been termed Snowball Earth and is of particular interest because it preceded the Cambrian explosion when multicellular life forms began to proliferate and proliferate and proliferate. Following the Cambrian explosion, about 535 million years ago, there have been five major mass extinctions. The most recent such event was 65 million years ago when an asteroid impact triggered the extinction of the non-avian dinosaurs and other large reptiles, but spared some small animals, such as mammals. Mammals at that time resembled shrews. Over the past 65 million years, Mammalian life has diversified and several million years ago an African ape-like animal such as Oroen tugunensis gained the ability to stand up. This enabled tool use and encouraged communication that provided the nutrition and stimulation needed for larger brains, which allowed the eventual evolution of the human race. The development of agriculture and then civilization allowed humans to influence the earth in a short time span as no other life form had, affecting both the nature and quality of other life forms. The present pattern of ice ages began about 40 million years ago and intensified during the Pleistocene about 3 million years ago. High latitude regions have since undergone repeated cycles of glaciation and thaw, repeating every 40 to 100,000 years. The last continental glaciation ended 10,000 years ago. The future of the planet Earth is closely tied to that of the Sun. As a result 
of the steady accumulation of helium at the sun's core. The star's total luminosity will slowly increase. The luminosity of the sun will grow by 10% over the next 11 billion years and by 40% over the next 35 billion years. Climate models indicate that the rise in radiation reaching the Earth is likely to have dire consequences, including the loss of the planet's ocean. Thankfully, this will occur billions of years from now. The Earth's increasing surface temperature will accelerate the inorganic CO2 cycle, reducing its concentration to levels lethally low for plants, which is 10 parts per million, in approximately 500 to 900 million years. The lack of vegetation will result in the loss of oxygen in the atmosphere. So animal life will become extinct within several million more years. After another billion years, all surface water will have disappeared and the mean global temperature will reach 70 degrees centigrade or 158 degrees Fahrenheit. With all this dependence on the sun for the Earth's survival, the Earth is expected to be effectively habitable for about another 500 million years from that point. Although this may be extended up to 23 billion years if the nitrogen is removed from the atmosphere. Even if the sun were eternal and stable, 27% of the water in modern oceans will descend to the mantle in one billion years due to reduced steam venting from mid-ocean ridges. The sun, as part of its evolution, will become a red giant in about five billion years. Models predict that the sun will expand to about 250 times its present radius, roughly one astronomical unit, or 150 million kilometers. The Earth's fate 
is far less clear. As a red giant, the sun will lose roughly 30% of its mass. So, without tidal effects, the Earth will move to an orbit 1.7 astronomical units from the sun when the star reaches its maximum radius. The planet was therefore initially expected to escape envelopment by the expanded sun's sparse outer atmosphere, though most, if not all, remaining life would have been destroyed by the sun's increasing luminosity, peaking at about 5,000 times its present level. One model simulation indicates that the Earth's orbit will decay due to tidal effects and drag, causing it to enter the red giant's sun atmosphere and be vaporized. After that, the sun's core will collapse into a white dwarf as its outer layers are ejected into space as planetary nebula. The matter that once made up the Earth will be released into interstellar space where it will one day very far in the future be incorporated into a new generation of planets and other terrestrial bodies. The Earth is a terrestrial planet, meaning that it is a rocky body rather than a gas giant like Jupiter. It is the largest of the four solar terrestrial planets in both size and mass. Of these four planets, the Earth also has the highest density, the highest surface gravity, and the strongest magnetic fields and fastest rotation, and is probably to the best of our guessing, the only one with active plate tectonics. The shape of the Earth approximates an oblique spheroid, a sphere flattened along the axis from pole to pole such that there is a bulge around the equator. This bulge results from the rotation of the Earth and causes the diameter at the equator to be 43 kilometers larger than the pole-to-pole -pole diameter. 
for this reason. The furthest point on the surface of the Earth's center of mass is the Chimborazo volcano in Ecuador. The average diameter of the reference spheroid was about 12,742 kilometers, which is approximately 40,000 kilometers divided by pi. Interestingly enough, the measurement of the meter was originally defined as one ten millionth of the distance from the equator to the North Pole as that line runs through Paris, France. Local topography deviates from this idealized spheroid. Although on a global scale, these deviations are small. Earth has a tolerance of about one part in about 584 or 0.17% from the reference spheroid, which is less than a quarter of a percent tolerance between billiards in billiard balls. The largest local deviations in the rocky surface of the Earth are Mount Everest at 8,848 8, meters above sea level and the Mariana Trench at 10,911 meters below sea level. Because of the equatorial bulge, the surface locations farthest from the center of the Earth are in Ecuador and Peru. The mass of the Earth is approximately 598 times 10 to the 24th kilograms. It is composed mostly of iron, 32.1%, oxygen, 30.1%, silicon, 15.1%, magnesium, 13.9%, sulfur, 2.9%, nickel, 1.8%, calcium, 1.5%, and aluminum, 1.4%, with the remaining 1.2% consisting of trace amounts of other elements. Due to mass segregation, the core region is believed to be primarily composed of iron, 88.8%, with smaller amounts of nickel, 5.8%, 
sulfur, 4.5%, and less than 1% trace elements. Geochemists have calculated that a little more than 47% of the Earth's crust consists of oxygen. The more common rock constituents of the Earth's crust are nearly all oxides. Chlorine, sulfur, and fluorine are the only important exceptions to this, and their total amount in any rock is usually much less than 1%. The principal oxides are silica, alumina, iron oxides, lime, magnesia, potash, and soda. The silica functions principally as an acid forming silicates and the commonest minerals of igneous rock are of this nature. The interior of the Earth, like that of other terrestrial planets, is divided into layers by their chemical or physical properties. But unlike other terrestrial planets, the Earth has a distinct outer and inner core. The outer layer of the Earth is a chemically distinct silicate solid crust, which is underlain by a highly viscous solid mantle. The crust is separated from the mantle by Horovic's discontinuity and the thickness of the crust varies, averaging 6 kilometers under the oceans and 30 to 50 kilometers on the continents. The crust and cold, rigid top of the upper mantle are collectively known as the lithosphere. And it is in the lithosphere that tectonic plates are comprised. Beneath the lithosphere is the asthenosphere a relatively low viscosity layer on which the lithosphere rides. Important changes in crystal structure within the mantle occur 410 and 660 kilometers below the surface, spanning a transition zone that separates the upper and lower mantle. Beneath the mantle, an extremely low viscosity liquid, outer core, lies above a solid inner core. The inner core may rotate at a slightly higher angular velocity 
than the remainder of the planet, advancing by one-tenth of a percent per year. The Earth's internal heat comes from a combination of residual heat from planetary accretion, about 20%, and heat produced through radioactive decay, about 80%. The major heat-producing isotopes in the Earth are potassium-40, uranium-238, uranium-235, and thorium-232. At the center of the planet, the temperature may be up to 7,000 degrees Kelvin, and the pressure could be as much as 360 gigapascals. Because much of the heat is provided by radioactive decay, scientists believe that early in the Earth's history, before isotopes with short half-lives have been depleted, Earth's heat production would have been much higher. This extra heat production, twice present day at approximately three billion years ago, would have increased the temperature gradients within the, increase, within the Earth, increasing the rate of mantle convection and plate tectonics and allowing the production of igneous rocks such as chromatites that are not formed today. The mean heat loss from the Earth is 87 megawatts for a global heat loss of 4.42 times 10 to the 13th watts. A portion of the core's thermal energy is transported towards the crust by mantle plumes, a form of convection consisting of upwellings of high temperature rocks. These plumes can produce hot spots and flood basalts. More of the heat in the earth is lost through plate tectonics by mantle upwelling associated with mid-ocean ridges. The final major mode of heat loss is through conduction through the lithosphere the majority of which occurs in the ocean because the crust there is much thinner than that of the continents. The mechanically rigid outer layer of the Earth, the lithosphere, is broken into pieces called tectonic plates. These plates are rigid segments 
that move in relation to one another at one of three types of plate boundaries. Convergent boundaries, at which two plates come together. Divergent boundaries, at which two plates are pulled apart. And transform boundaries, in which two plates slide past one another laterally. Earthquakes, volcanic activity, mountain building, and oceanic trench formations can occur along these plate boundaries. The tectonic plates ride on top of the atmosphere. The solid but less viscous part of the upper mantle that can flow and move along with the plates and their motion is strongly coupled with convection patterns inside the Earth's mantle. As these tectonic plates migrate across the planet, the ocean floor is subducted under the leaging edges of the plates at convergent boundaries. At the same time, the upwelling of mantle material at divergent boundaries creates mid-ocean ridges. The combination of these processes continually recycle the ocean crust back into the mantle. Because of this recycling, most of the ocean floor is less than 100 million years old in age. The oldest oceanic crust is located in the western Pacific and has an estimated age of about 200 million years. By comparison, the oldest dated continental crust is 4,030 million years old. The seven major plates are the Pacific, North American, Eurasian, African, Antarctic, Indo-Australian, and South American plates. Other notable plates include the Arabian plate, the Caribbean plate, the Nazca plate off the coast, the west coast of South America, and the Scotia plate in the Southern Atlantic Ocean. The Australian Plate fused with the Indian Plate between 50 and 55 million years ago. The fastest moving plates are in the oceans with the Cocos Plate advancing at a rate of 75 millimeters per year.
and the Pacific Plate, moving 52 to 69 millimeters a year. At the other extreme, the slowest moving plate is the Eurasian Plate, progressing at a typical rate of about 21 millimeters a year. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet? Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.